This day, every day, is a day to make choices, to choose with one's being and take a stand, to choose one's calling and follow it, to choose this world and live in it, to choose each other and what we may be. This day, every day, is a day to choose love over hate, truth over comfort, reconciliation over anger, courage over safety, hope over despair. This day, every day, is a day to take sides without apology, to take sides with respect and compassion, to take sides with justice and mercy and peace, to take sides with the poor and the powerless, with the rejected and the condemned, with those most deeply longing. This day, every day, is a day to stand not against anyone, but against violence, against threat, against condemnation. A day to stand for something, for someone, for everyone. This day, every day, is a day to make choices with body and soul, word and deed. A day to stand with one's truth and remain. To be steadfast for a cause and to endure. This day, every day, is a day to make choices. In this day, your choices have the power to remake this world. Amen. Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha, Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? <laughs> Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> it is estimated the average human being makes 35,000 choices in a single day. 
I will repeat that. It is estimated the average human being makes 35,000 choices in a single day. So if you sleep an average of six hours a day, you then are making 1,944 choices an hour while awake. I find this estimation to be staggering, almost overwhelming to fully comprehend. Of course, most of the choices we make in a single day are unsubstantial and rather mundane. For instance, today will I wear a navy blue shirt or a gray shirt? Will I have a salad or cereal for dinner? Will I run three miles or five miles? Will I take a nap at noon or two o'clock? Will I read a book this evening or will I play my Xbox? A bit of insight into the unsubstantial choices I make in a single day. <laughs> of course, not all of our choices are mundane. Some of the choices we make in life matter immensely. And those choices, once made, cannot always be undone. I know there have been times when I made a choice and I knew deep within myself it was the only choice to be made. It was absolutely the right choice. If I could make it all over again, I would make the same choice. There have also been times when I made what I thought was the right choice. But now know there was a better choice to have been made. I would do things differently if I had the chance to choose again. And I suspect for most of you, you would say the same. Too often we equate the choices we make and their sub subsequent approval or disapproval with our goodness, our worthiness, our acceptableness, our lovableness. And that's what most biblical scholars, theologians, have done with Mary and Martha. Mary made the better choice, Jesus said. And we quickly conclude we should be like Mary, not Martha. We are to sit and listen rather than be active and busy. Mary is equated with the contemplative life, Martha with the active life. And so much of Christian history has seen the contemplative life as the more perfect life. Now, that's one reading of this text. But is it the only reading, the definitive reading? Is Mary necessarily better more holy, more loved, more acceptable to Jesus? Is that what we should take away from today's story? I don't believe so. In fact, and this is important to recognize, when Jesus speaks of Mary and Martha's choices, he's making an observation, not 
a judgment. Jesus is saying our choices matter. We are always making choices, roughly 35,000 choices in a single day. Sometimes we choose unconsciously, sometimes quickly and easily, other times with great deliberation and discernment. Some choices are insignificant, forgotten in an hour or the next day. Other choices have great meaning and significance, and the consequences are long-lasting. Our choices shape who we are. Our choices establish in us patterns and habits of how we see and act, the words we speak, in the ways we relate to one another. Our choices set a trajectory in our lives. Our choices make a difference. In this particular context, Mary made the better choice. But it was a choice for that time, that place, and those circumstances. Change the setting, and Martha's choice might have been the better part. We can see that in Jesus' own life. Sometimes Jesus went off by himself to be alone, to be silent, to be still, to pray, to listen, and to be present with God. At those times, he was like Mary. Other times, though, Jesus was very active. He was on the move, in the midst of people. He was busy teaching, healing, turning water into wine, and feeding 5,000 people. On those days, he was more like Martha. While we might distinguish between Mary and Martha, there is a common theme. And that theme is presence. Mary and Martha are two ways of being present. Both ways are necessary, faithful, and holy. There is not simply one choice that is to be made forever and always. We are always to be discerning. The one thing needed in this time, this place, and these circumstances. I wonder what is the better part given our particular circumstances? That is the question. Some days Mary will be our guide. In other days, Martha will be our guide. Either way, we must choose. Some days the choice may mean setting quietly and listening to the heartbeat of God within us, reading and studying and praying. Other days, it may mean speaking words of hope and encouragement, offering faith and action in the form of compassion and hospitality, seeking forgiveness, making amends, and living life like a boss. What is the one thing needed right now? for you and your life in this moment. Not forever, or what you, will, what you believe will fix all of your problems and let you live happily ever after. 
just for now? What is the one thing needed that will keep you awake, aware, open, receptive, and present to God and to yourself? Whatever that is, choose that. That is the better part for you. But hold your choice lightly because there will be another choice to be made after that and another after that. We choose our way into life, into love, into relationship, into faith, and even at one with God. And so your choices, they matter. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, stoners. I hope you have a good day, and uh, I, will talk, I will talk to you soon. Bye.